0: Hello, you're listening to Arts Penance Nation with myself, Christian, this afternoon. And I'm very happy to be joined uh, on the phone right now by Daniel Monks, who's here to talk to us about um, the Malthouse's, uh Theatre's new production called The Real and Imagined History of the Alpha Man. Thank you so much for joining us today, Daniel.
1: Not at all. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolute pleasure. Um, could you just tell us, uh, I guess, a little bit about... Explain the title to sort of the forest, like how much of it is real, how much of it is imagined. Um, Imagine. And then, yeah, I guess really briefly, for those who don't know who the elephant man is, um, what he yeah. means to you, sort of thing, yeah.
1: Absolutely. So, the, um, the story of the elephant man is about a man, Joseph Merrick, who was alive in the late 1800s. And there was a film by David Lynch and a previous play by Vernon Pomeranth on his life. And those previous incarnations and dramatizations of his stories were based on accounts from the doctor who housed him and took care of him in London Hospital. And the the reason why our production is called The Real and Imagined History of the Elephant Man is our amazing playwright, Tom Wright. He, um, instead of positioning the story with... Dr. Frederick Treves being the protagonist, like in all previous incarnations of the story, he decided to position Joseph himself as the protagonist and have it be about him and his journey as opposed to through and as opposed to explore the character through the ablest view and through the gaze of the doctor, have it try to be told as much as possible from Joseph's story. And because of that, since Joseph didn't tell his story, that that's where the imagined part comes in. It's, it's imagining the parts of his life that weren't told by the doctor and, and who he was before he came to the hospital and afterwards. And, yeah, so it, it's um pretty exciting. And also, as a disabled, at being part of the production, it's quite um, exciting because it's, it is trying to present a story with a more progressive lens and, and with a more disabled lens as opposed to telling a story about disability through that abled gaze.
0: Yeah, uh, oh, that, yeah. That's really, that's really important. So I guess, what do you think, um, I don't know how often you get asked this, but uh, what do you think a disabled audience members um, will hopefully get from this production?
1: Uh, I mean, I myself, as a disabled person, I feel like as an audience member, I would get so much from this, this production. I feel like, th- as a disabled person, I feel like this, what excites me so much about being part of this production is I feel like it has great purpose. And I feel like part of the reason why Joseph's story sustains for so many years, and also he is such an important disabled person in history is because his struggle as a disabled person to access an inaccessible world is a story that I feel all disabled people can relate to and find parallels in their own lives. And so I hope by presenting his story as authentically as possible with disabled people, it can help Um, disabled audiences feel less alone in their experiences and also hopefully help abled audiences and and wider audiences gain um, further empathy into what it is like to be a disabled person in this world and also just be a person who, with difference in this world, and with difference that isn't readily accepted, and yeah, hopefully it can just expand everyone's um, empathy, which I think is the goal of of our production.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and I, and I guess part of that is well, yeah, really is is actually focusing on on jo- Joseph himself, not um, yeah, focusing yeah. on uh, you know not not getting like the able bodied members of the audiences just to sort of latch yeah. on empathetically to the uh, nearest yeah. able bodied person that they can see that's next to
1: totally. the protagonist. Yeah. totally, <laughs> totally. I mean, there's, there's there's the ongoing discussion about um, usually disabled characters are often serve as like inspirational props for disabled for abled protagonists to have a a transformation or or, you know to be enlightened about their life and put their life in perspective and like the the tiny tim character is that kind of ongoing disabled stereotype and storytelling of being the really sweet feeble but inspiring disabled character and and what i really find exciting about this this retelling of Joseph's story is it really positions him front and centre and explores him in all complexity and presents him as a flawed human being as opposed to any sort of martyr or, yeah, simplistic um, character.
0: Yeah, or, or villain, I suppose, as well. I mean, there's I guess there's no yeah. shortage of, um, like, villain characters who have disabilities. So, yeah, he's yeah. like <laughs> somewhere in between uh, mother and villain.
1: Um, yes, totally. A well. human being. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: funny that. <laughs> Um, yeah, can, can you tell us a little bit about um, like how you got to be cast? I suppose how that whole process um, yeah. came about. Yeah,
1: uh, it was quite an um, interesting fortuitous um, process because uh, when I think the play was initially conceived, there was, a, there was an, an incredible able-bodied actor cast who I, I think is amazing, and um, and so when I first found out about this production, it was already Joseph was already cast. And it was one of those things is I have i first started working on Joseph Merrick in 2014 and I've had a photo of him on my bedroom wall for the past three years, hoping to one day play him. And so when I saw this production, it was like a dream. And then when I saw it already being cast, it was like a dashed dream. And But then I met with Matt Lutton through, I did a play in Sydney and one of the playwrights' mentors works at Malthouse Theatre and put me in touch with Matt. And then Matt and I started having conversations and I auditioned for him and then eventually uh, was cast in the role, which was just like the dream of all dreams. But it was very, um, it seemed incredibly unlikely, and I'm very grateful and pinching myself that I'm now here doing it, and, yeah, we're about to open, so.
0: Yeah, you're opening, um, it's the, about the 4th of August, isn't it, that you're opening?
1: Uh, the night. so oh, sorry, the first yeah. preview's <laughs> on the 4th, and then we open on the night.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And um, yeah, just just uh, sort of wrapping up here, I suppose. But um, obviously, there's a certain part of Joseph um, Merrick's life that involves the sort of freak show kind of uh, mm. setting. Do you think, uh, yeah, f- like freak shows are sort of still around today, like at, at, in some capacity, at least? Like, well, if there's a modern equivalent of the freak show, what do you think some of those might be?
1: I think it's an interesting question. I mean, I feel like, I mean, at least in Australia and stuff, I guess I'm not aware of um, the freak show being around in the same sense, but the idea of especially physical differences, curiosity still sustains today. And, I mean, you think about shows like Embarrassing Bodies and stuff like that, which shows, you know, things about our bodies that might be different or considered freakish for to be shown as entertainment. I mean, I guess stuff like that still um, continues to this day. And I think, that, I think the thing that's interesting as well is I think one of the reasons why things like free shows do hold attraction is because so often disabled bodies are invisible and aren't shown and aren't seen and so they feel incredibly different incredibly alien to the the mainstream audiences and i kind of feel like the more that they are seen and they integrated in life and in society like we all want to be then the less freakish or different than th- will become yeah and i mean that's also why it's exciting like with our production two of the five actors on stage have a disability and so and seeing that on stage is is a rare thing and I mean myself as a disabled person watching my friends on stage who have disabilities I even realize how amazing and bold and and, and new it is to see disabled bodies on stage even myself being a disabled person so I really hope it um, helps challenges audiences and helps open minds and hearts.
0: Mm yeah I, and I guess in a it sounds like in a way that sort of other iterations of the story like haven't quite done so yet, because I guess that was that's, yeah. yeah that's always been the point of telling the story, but yeah, yeah it sounds like it's in a very sort of uh, 2017 kind of way I guess
1: I, I mean, I mean yeah. that's my hope, and that's the thing as well because the story has been told before and it's been told well before, but I do feel like with where we are at in society now and, and especially in terms of at least personally, my views of disability disability politics and stuff, I I feel like there is a more progressive, inclusive, interesting way to tell this story. And also that the story is still quite pertinent today. It isn't just like a tale of yesteryear, but it has so many of the problems that Joseph was faced with in his life and obstacles. Like, they are still in 2017, and it hasn't changed, which is really depressing. And so kind of, yeah, dramatizing the story and and giving it this new retelling. I hope that does open audiences' eyes not only to different sides of Joseph's story, but also just what it's like to be different in society and in the world.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Thanks so much for chatting with me today, um, Daniel. I all the best for um, opening night next Wednesday at uh, the North House Theater.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, Thank was, you. a pleasure chatting to you with it. Any last things you wanted to add about um, the production or about uh, yeah any of your other um, performing or creative work at the moment?
1: Uh, no, I mean, yeah, basically it just, I really hope that um, the show resonates with audiences and, and not only because I want the show to go well but also hopefully encourage more the companies to be as bold and progressive as Malthouse in telling disabled stories authentically and casting disabled actors and putting them on their stages. And so, yeah, I really encourage and implore people to come see it and and support um, new Australian works.
0: Mm, absolutely, and and congratulations again on um getting the role as well. And uh, well, thank than you. Than just getting, like, yeah, rehearsing for it and being about to play it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank yeah. You. Thank you guys.
0: Um, wonderful. Thank you so much.
1: No worries. Thanks.